College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action, so here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You must be 21 years or older, physically present in Kansas. Bonus bets expire seven days after assurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Three Mall. We made it, everyone. After more than 240 days since laps watching K-State football play, we can finally say once again, it's game week. K-State football took things to another level last season and winning the Big 12, so that means we got to step up our game as well over here at 3Maw, and we're going to provide you more content than ever before, which is why I now now welcome you to a new show. We're launching this football season at 3Maw. I'm Cole Manbeck. And I'm joined by a special guest you'll get used to seeing on here this season, former K-State wide receiver Curry Sexton and part of Wildcat NIL joins me. Curry is going to be part of this show week in and week out as he brings you an expert analysis from someone who not only played at K-State football, but also shined during his time in Manhattan. And Curry, I know you're far too humble to uh, mention some of these things, but for those of you who are unaware... Curry, along with K-State wide receiver Tyler Lockett, remain the only pair of wide receivers in school history to post 1,000-plus receiving yards in the same season. They did that in 2014. In fact, Curry's 1,059 yards receiving in 2014 are only topped by Lockett over the past 16 seasons. You have to go back to Jordy Nelson in 2007 uh, when another receiver put up more yards than Tyler Lockett or Curry Sexton in a K-State uniform. Uh, Curry, thank you so much for doing this show with us, man. We are looking forward to having you on weekly during the season. Yeah, Cole, appreciate you guys having me on and for coming up with this idea. Obviously, it's have followed your, you know, your growth and progression over, you know, the last year plus. Um, and and really, you know, you guys have done some awesome things for the K State community. So I'm psyched to be here. Well, we are thrilled to have you. We're thrilled to have an expert opinion of somebody that played college football, especially and had success at Kansas State. To, to give you guys all an idea of how this is going to work, we plan to produce three three Maw shows a week during football season. So last year, we recall, we did the the standard post-game show and then the pre-game show each week. Uh, this year, we're going to be doing at least three shows a week on three Maw specifically. The planned cadence is going to be for our post-game show each week to release on Mondays. The three Maw pod with Curry is going to typically drop right around Tuesday. And our standard pregame show each week will drop on Thursdays, just as it did last year. 
And speaking of the Thursday pregame show, we actually have some exciting new content we're going to be adding to that show. Riverbank Brewing in Council Grove, Kansas has partnered with Wildcat NIL to sponsor a player segment on our pregame show each week. So each pregame show, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk to a current K-State Wildcat football player as part of our weekly player spotlight. In fact, this week's guest is going to be none other than starting left tackle KT Leviston. We can't wait to have him on. And for you folks to get to know some of these K-State football players as we dive in and bring them on the show, we're thrilled to add this to our show and so appreciative of the outstanding folks at Riverbank Brewing and with Wildcat NIL for helping provide you with more K-State content this season. So get on out to Council Grove, support Riverbank Brewing, and enjoy some phenomenal craft beers in a beautiful setting that's just off the Riverwalk on Main Street. I can speak from firsthand experience, folks. I've been to Council Grove a lot. My uh, my mother-in-law, my wife is from there. I'm there a ton. It is an awesome place. Riverbank Brewing is an awesome place, and you need to get there and check it out and support them. All right. So with that, we're going to talk plenty of K-State football on this show today and moving forward, but, but I want to start off and spend a few minutes talking about Wildcat NIL Curry because there's a lot of exciting things happening in that space right now. I've seen a ton of NIL deals with K-State student-athletes appearing on my Twitter feed lately, which is awesome. Uh, And Wildcat NIL is actually launching this week a tiered membership program where fans will get exclusive behind-the-scenes access as well as other perks while supporting K-State athletes. Curry, what can you tell our listeners about the launch of this membership tiered program? Of course, yeah. So this is something that we've had in the works for quite a while now. Uh, other NIL collectives across the country have rolled out these membership platforms, um, and, and we've been spending some time, you know, trying to make sure the rollout is a strong one. And so the idea is, you know, obviously a, a lot of what we do is chasing big dollars and big donations, but we also want to make sure that 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 you know we're we're attacking, um, you know, dollars both big and small, and also looping in the general fan base. And so this membership platform will allow us to do that. And so what it does is we give the we give the fan base um, a, le- a certain level of exclusive access, behind the scenes access, as well as other perks um, in exchange for again you mentioned that tiered membership and and, and our membership starts at nine ninety nine a month and then to twenty five fifty and then down to ninety um, and and at each level your access or the perks will will increase or at each at each jump up a level your access or perks will increase increase and so some of that exclusive behind the scenes access that we'll have we'll have um, facility tours led by the players you know via video we'll have uh, we're actually going to do our own um, little little podcast it'll be a 10 or 15 minute podcast every couple of weeks with a maybe with an athlete or coach or former coach um, or former athlete excuse me Um, and, and we'll have all different types of content there. Um, that way, you know, the fans are receiving something in exchange for their money. And then there'll also be other things, you know, there'll be newsletters. Um, there'll be, you know, there'll be some, some giveaways, you know, at certain levels you get a free polo or a free hat. Um, so just a way again, to engage the collective fan base, um, and to make sure that, that again, we're, you know, for the benefit of K-State athletes, we're capitalizing on those dollars, big and small. Well, and I, I love the tiered structure, Curry, because for folks that maybe aren't as able to give quite as much as they'd like to, the, the tiered approach, I think, is a really smart strategy. And, you know, you think about it, I, I know the common fan might not realize it, but if you add it up, I mean, even at $10 a month, 
I mean, if 10,000 K-State fans give $10 a month, you're talking about $100,000 a month and over the course of a year, $1.2 million. And that's that's a lot of money to support K-State athletes. So any bit that you can give helps. I, I think that's an important point of emphasis here um, because it's not just about, it, it, to me, it's with NIL, it's about you, you see all these guys transferring from all these programs across the country. You don't actually see that as much at K-State. Like the player retention has been phenomenal at K-State, but this is another tool to give to the K-State staff, right? To help keep guys here because there are a lot of programs that are, you know, making phone calls and trying to to lure guys to transfer out. And in order to keep guys here and just take that next step, I think this is an important thing. Yeah, you you hit that on the head. I mean, obviously, you know, with the with the way that the transfer portal is currently um, in NIL, I think it's, it makes for a dangerous combination. And as we've seen, players are are you know moving about the country, um, you know, with, with with no restrictions or with very limited limited restrictions. And and I think you know one common misconception in NIL is that hey, I don't have, I can't write you a six figure check, so that I can't help you. Um, and we're trying to change that narrative with this membership platform because just like you said, you know, at 10 bucks a month, even if we get a thousand members it, it, at that $10 level, 10,000 bucks a month, $120,000 a year, you know, there, that, that is an, an amount of money that can keep a bunch of key players on campus. I mean, not, not, not just one player, but multiple players. And, and so I think that there's, you know, if we get the buy-in that we expect to get from a passionate K-State fan base, I think this, this membership platform can really be a driver for future success or retention um, and, and also for attracting players to Kansas State. So I think there's a lot of benefit to it. I mean, you mentioned 10,000, and I think, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's a goal that we've tossed around. Washington State's a good example. Washington State just launched a similar platform and despite you know all the you know the uncertainty surrounding the future of Washington State right now, and and you know what what conference they may tie their sales to, they they've almost you know in a short time they've almost attracted almost a thousand members. And and you know I know our fan base is as, is as passionate and as engaged as any fan base in the country. And so I see that and I see I think man you know th- there there's a strong potential for this membership. Yeah, and when I think about, I mean, you got fifty thousand packed into Bill Snyder Family Stadium week in and week out, right? And I think a lot of you, most of you, enjoy watching the product that they're out there on the field. K State football means a lot to you, and so there's fifty thousand of you, and there's a lot more that can't make it to the game that care deeply about K State. Um, you know, if just a small percentage of you give, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna really help uh, Kansas state and, and help keep, keep guys here. And also, like you mentioned, make it an attractive place for recruits to want to come because they know, um, as well that word of mouth's going to spread that K-State takes care of their guys here and that you have an opportunity to make money you can make money if you're successful here. And, and it's a college town. So you're kind of the celebrity on campus. You're the big man on campus. If you're at a place like K-State, you don't blend in. Um, so it can be an attractive spot. Hey, Curry, in addition to the membership tiered program, actually, I, uh, Many of our listeners have probably seen by now the K-State beef apparel that's uh, out there for the offensive linemen, which is a, a really cool thing because the offensive line is a position group that tends to not get as much love as, as skill position guys in a lot of programs. And as part of that, you guys actually brought K-State beef hats to the market that you're selling at uh, wildcatnil.com. And one of the cool things about this is for every purchase, you're not only helping the K-State offensive linemen through NIL, 
but you're also helping people in the state of Kansas with each purchase of a hat. One pound of Kansas raised beef is donated to a local food bank. Curry, what's been the response to the uh, the beef apparel that's out there? It's been incredible. It's been incredible, and that was that was you know expected. I mean, obviously the offensive line, you know, they created this K State beef moniker sometime last fall, and really you know sparked you know with their with their shirtless photos and bring back the beef. You know, they really sparked a lot of of interest in that in that moniker. Um, in that in that market, so to speak, and and so when this when they posted this photo with the entire group wearing this hat, fans went crazy. I mean, fans were like, "Where can I find that hat?" Well, issue was not only did it have a K State mark on it, but it had a Kansas Beef Council of Kansas Livestock Association mark on it. And so for for the last several months, I think different groups have been trying to bring this hat to the market, but for various reasons, did not. And so we actually got in touch with the relevant parties here maybe 10 days ago and said, what do we need to do to bring this hat to the market? And they said, okay, here's what you got to do. And, and from, and we, we put, you know, we kicked things into, in, into high gear and, and, and made it happen as fast as possible because we knew that this was something that the K-State fan base, you know, really wanted. I mean, it, it, it pairs well, not only does it support our offense, but, you know, it supports Kansas beef in, in general, um, which is, which is a huge part of our fan base. Farmers and ranchers across the state and and beyond are a huge part of our fan base, and so this was a perfect concept for the K State fan base. And so we brought it to market on. I mean, we launched it at about fr- Friday at about six thirty, um, and I think by last night we had sold over five hundred hats, which is just you know with, with with just you know our social media is promoting it and the athletes helping promote it. Five hundred hats in, in forty eight hours is. Is pretty and is pretty remarkable, and so we've been just thrilled with the response. and And obviously, it's not only like you said, going to help our offensive line, but we're going to provide a lot of beef now uh, for local food banks and for the food it's food insecure, which is obviously a huge deal. Yeah, no, that that is awesome. Uh, so get out over there to uh, to wildcatnil.com and uh, check out purchase a, a K State beef hat if you so would feel inclined to do so. I, I think I'm going to probably be rocking one around Bill Snyder Family Stadium this year. Curry, a couple other things real quick on the NIL front. You have uh, you mentioned actually to me previously the walk-on initiative with the football team this semester. What what can you tell our listeners about that? Of course, of course. So so when we when Wildcat NIL first started last, uh, I believe it was April of 2022, the, the one thing that Coach Kleiman you know, asked was, he said, can you guys help, you know, can you provide some support for our walk-ons? Obviously, K-State has a proud history of, of bringing walk-ons into the program and developing walk-ons into really, really successful college and even NFL players. And so walk-ons are really, really important. And, and, and then, you know, NIL allows you to essentially maybe grow informally that, that scholarship gap. Instead of having 85 scholarships, you can grow that by using NIL to support some of these kids who are paying their way to play. So Coach Kleiman tasked us with supporting three football walk-ons every semester, a- including, the, including the summer. And so we have over, you know, so, so spring of 22, summer of 22, fall of 22, and then, and then spring and summer of 23 so far, we supported three walk-ons every one of those periods. And, and are going to continue that this fall. And so Ty Bowman and Xavier Lloyd are two guys who have been a part of our walk-on initiative from the very beginning. Um, and, and we continue to hear rave reviews about the two of them, not only as football players, but also as, as, as young men off the field. Um, and, and so we're 
proud and, 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 you know, really thrilled to be able to provide them with this support again. And then um, because uh, Jack Bloomer, our, our punter this year, is going on scholarship for his last semester this fall, uh, Bo Palmer, uh, a young middle linebacker on the, on the football team, will be filling that third, uh, that third spot in our walk-on initiative. And so obviously, you know, this is something we're really, really proud of because, again, supporting walk-ons is something that K-State has done um, for a really, really long time. And so, you know, thrilled to, to, to provide this support with, with, with X and Ty and, and Bo um, and, and really look forward to continuing this program for years to come. I don't think the K-State fans would argue one of the best walk-on programs in America and the, the great deal of success that K-State football has had with walk-ons. One, one last thing real quick on NIL Curry, and then we'll jump into uh, K-State football talk. But I think one important thing to remember about NIL, it's it's not just for the major revenue sports like football and basketball. Uh, you mentioned you guys are about to do a, a sizable deal for the K-State volleyball team as well. You have a deal launching soon with a K-State women's soccer player and sporting KC. So maybe just real quick hit on some of the other cool initiatives going on in some of the other sports outside of, you know, football, men's basketball, et cetera. Absolutely. I mean, I think obviously it's pretty, it's pretty natural for a lot of the support to go to those regulating sports. Um, but we're also trying to impact as many athletes possible. And so, you know, like I mentioned to you yesterday, we're we're about to do a, a team-wide deal with the women's volleyball team, and that's something we'll do each semester with them. Um, and that will be, you know, again, that will be a pretty sizable deal for each of those athletes. And then we've 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 helped broker a pretty unique deal with Sporting KC, where a, a, a women's soccer player will serve as a, an ambassador for Sporting KC and receive a bunch of perks um, along with that. And, and so, again, I think just goes to show that we're trying to impact every athlete out here. Um, as another example, in July, we engaged the entire women's soccer team to attend a blood drive and to give blood um, for the for the American Red Cross here in Manhattan. And so I think, you know, not only are we, you know, trying to impact all of our athletes, but as we mentioned with the Beef Initiative um, and also with this, with this blood drive and so many other things, we're trying to support the community as well and community organizations as well. And so I think 20, 23 women's soccer players gave gave blood in July, and I think they say for every for every I think it's a, I don't I'm not well versed in blood drives, but I think it's a pint of blood. I think for every pint of blood given, it they say it saves like three lives. And so we think that in that one you know in that short afternoon that the women's soccer team helped save save about seventy lives. So not only was it great for us to engage the women's soccer players but also provide huge support for the community and for American Red Cross. I think people need to remember that too. The, the great work that you guys are doing at Wildcat NIL and getting the KSA student athletes out there into the community and doing great things as well. I've seen pictures of them, the players reading at schools to kids, engaging with kids, doing camps with kids as well, and, and mentoring the youth. And so I just think that's awesome. People need to also keep that in mind. So get out and support Wildcat NIL. Curry, the website again for, for folks to go check out and learn more. Yep. www.catsnil.com. Yep. I'm sorry. I think I said wildcatnil.com earlier. So I wanted to clarify myself. Catsnil.com. So get on out there. Check it out, guys. Check out the new membership tiered program and support K-State athletes. All right. We're going to toss to break. Uh, we're going to talk K-State football. But first, we uh, we got to tell you about our friends at homefieldapparel.com, which we've told you about before, but they just had 
a recent launch of a new K-State year a couple of weeks ago, another new drop. It's actually their second drop in about two and a half months of K-State apparel. They've got over 40 K-State items at homefieldapparel.com. Super soft, super comfortable. Retro logos, that's their thing. And if you know anything about me, I mean, I'm wearing one of the retro logo hats right here. I love all of the K-State retro gear, so I can't get enough of homefieldapparel.com. I've got four new shirts actually coming from the new drop. My favorite is going to be the uh, the Cats basketball script t-shirt that came out. So get on out to homefieldapparel.com. You can score 15% off your entire first order if you're a first-time purchaser with the code 3MAW23. So enter discount code 3MAW23, get 15% off, and stock up for an exciting K-State football season. We're going to throw it a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk K-State football for the defending Big 12 champs with Curry Sexton. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. What's good, everybody? It is Ben Heisler from Benny and the Bets here on KCSN. And if you are ready to go the distance and improve your golf game like I am in the process of doing, I want you to head on over to PXG right here in Kansas City and take the PXG Gen 6 Driver Challenge. They are confident in the Gen 6 that they're putting their money where their mouth is. If their Gen 6 driver does not deliver more distance, more carry and roll, higher dispersion compared to your current driver when you go in for a fitting, they got you covered with a $100 MasterCard reward card. That's it. Go in for a driver fitting. See if your driver is up to their driver. And if it is, you get a $100 MasterCard reward card in the process. This is an unbelievable opportunity to upgrade your game with a custom fit PXG fitting. I've had it at the Kansas City store with Alex. It was one of the great experiences I've had in a golf fitting period. So take the PXG Gen 6 driver all throughout the month of August and get ready to hit those fairways with confidence. So visit your local Kansas City store or head on over to pxg.com for all the terms and conditions. PXG. Nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. All right, we're back here with former Case wide receiver Curry Sexton and also part of Wildcat NIL. So, Curry, it's time to talk K-State football. Game week's finally here. And uh, you think about college football season, from a fan's perspective, it doesn't feel long enough. We wait eight-plus months for around 14 weeks worth of games we all love and cherish. But for a player... It is a long grind each year to get to this week. So what's it feel like as a player when you know all of the off-season work you put in, it's in the rearview mirror, and you finally reach game week? Man, there's there's really no feeling like it. I mean, you go from, you know, K-State came off a really, you know, exciting year last year, Sugar Bowl appearance, Big 12 championship. But once the calendar flips and once you come back, you know, after after Martin Luther King Day, the grind starts and basically from mid January until, until right now, um, these guys have been putting in a ton of work, both on and off the field in the, in the film room, um, in the training room, in the weight room, et cetera. And so, you know, all, everything that they put into January 15th through right now, it's, it's finally hit that, that culmination. And so I think just, yeah, the, the excitement is, is unparalleled. I think once the students get back to campus and the town really starts buzzing, I think the player's energy level just goes way up. And so obviously, you know, this is what these guys come to K-State for, is for these experiences and for these opportunities. And so, man, that first game week is just there. There is absolutely no feeling like it. That first game day is just, you know, the buzz and the atmosphere 
is unmatched. And so I know I'm sure these guys are are battling, you know, a lot of different feelings and emotions right now. Uh, but they put in the work and 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 they, you know, I think Coach Kleiman and his staff have have, have done a good job of showing when their teams put in the work that the, the product shows up on the field. I mean, you played for Bill Snyder, obviously, but you're also a Kansas kid. You grew up in Abilene, so you saw firsthand the effect that the Bill Snyder had on the K-State football program and all the success they had and him building it. And look at what Chris Kleiman's doing in just four seasons in Manhattan now, already won a Big 12 championship. What do you what do you make of the job that Kleiman's done in four years? Unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't think he. I think he's exceeded all expectations. And and quite frankly, I was I was one of those who was incredibly excited to have him. Um, I thought that stylistically, he was he was a, a a you know a great transition from Coach Schneider because they have a lot of similarities. But Coach Kleiman also has that unique ability to connect with his players, um, and and really is kind of a player's coach. And so I think. His, the, the transition, I mean, obviously we had, you know, some, some, the, the COVID year, um, you know, caused a little, you know, caused states to be a little hectic, but beyond that coach has just done a phenomenal job, both recruiting high school students and the transfer portal, retaining guys, developing guys and putting a good product on the field each season. I mean, he's just been incredible and, and awesome for our fan base, awesome for our community. Is there one thing maybe that just impresses you most about him and this coaching staff as a whole and, and what they do? I, you know, I, I could go on and on. I think, I think for one, I think that the the way that they approach games schematically is is unbelievable. I mean, you see, you know, you've seen some turnover at, at key coordinator and position coach position coaches. I mean, you lot you lose Scotty Hazelton, you know, Connor Kleiner plays Courtney Messingham. Um, you've lost, you know, you've you've turned the door on receiver coaches pretty much year after year. And despite that, these coaches always have us in the best position to win, and they always have guys in the best position on the field. And to me, that is that is incredibly special. I mean, I think of a guy like Joe Klanderman and his ability to basically use whatever personnel he has and make them be successful. And and I think that just speaks to what kind of coach he is. I mean, so I think that their their ability um, to really game plan and attack things from a schematic perspective, I think, is has just in, in, impressed me incredibly. But then I think their ability to love and relate to their players off the field is something that I think is really special. I mean, I, watching the way Coach Carmen talks about his guys and the way he interacts with them, you know, both during games and, and outside of the games, I think is incredibly special. And I think that trickles down into the entire football staff. And because of that, the culture is very, very, very strong. And, and that, that leads to a lot of success. So I think X's and O's and, and you know, the way they treat their players is just you know, it's it's a really interesting point you bring up on the culture aspect, just because we've we've hit on that a lot on Three Mall when talking about this team, and just because when you look at the roster over the last couple of years, how many guys that have come back for a year six, uh, year five, year six? I mean, Cooper Beebe could have went pro after last year. He comes back for year five in the program. We mentioned earlier, KT Leviston's going to be on the show uh, on Thursday in our pregame show. He enters year six. Heck, most of the offensive lines, starting offensive lines, year five and year six guys, Hayden Gillum year six, Christian Duffy, year six, uh, you know, you, Taylor Portier coming back for year five after the two tough blows and the knee injuries. You got to hope for a healthy season from him and Daniel Green, you know, and you could go on and on Eli Huggins year six last year. You just don't see that. You don't see that in most programs like guys leave and, you know, you got a Will Howard that could have left at any point just because he got thrown into the fire early out of necessity, took a lot of heat 
was probably overexposed early in his career, but he stuck around and didn't look for a fresh start. So I, I just think that's what that impresses me so much. And I guess, you know, on the topic of Will Howard, what do you make of what Will Howard has become and his story of getting thrown in during the COVID season as a true freshman and now, you know, possibly all Big 12 type quarterback, in my mind, maybe the best quarterback in this league coming into the season? Yeah, absolutely. And let me, I want to touch on the, the sort of the retention piece really quick. I mean, you mentioned a bunch of key players, but then, you know, I looked at a guy like Keenan Garber. Keenan Garber is a unique example in my mind because he's a kid who came in and he was pretty highly recruited. He was pretty highly touted, came in as a speedy wide receiver who we expected to make big plays and never really broke through and, and got that opportunity. And despite that, he stayed year after year with, with no real playing time. And then all of a sudden last year on the Big 12 championship game, He's thrown into the fire to play cornerback, a position that he he hadn't played for what a couple of weeks, and I think that is the perfect example of the of the you know the of Coach Kleinman's culture and how it's helped retain players. But on Will Howard, I mean, I think Will Howard is just an incredibly impressive person um, and football player. I think yeah, year one was just terribly unfortunate circumstances. I mean, here comes a kid who's who's fresh out of high school, comes in in January trying to get a trying to get a jump start. Um, and then COVID hits. He doesn't get a spring ball. He doesn't get summer ball. He hardly gets fall camp. And, and throughout this time, he wasn't the first or second guy. And then he comes in, he proves himself. And when Skyler goes down, you know, he's throwing the keys to the car. And, and despite there being some bumps in the road, he really did some nice things that year and really showed some promise. I mean, you think back to the KU game that year, Will Howard did not look like an 18 year old true freshman. Uh, and, and, and obviously, you know, there have been some, you know, there have been some different bumps in the road along the way for him after that 2020 season. But just an incredibly resilient guy. I think you can tell how much his teammates love him and how much they look up to him and how much the team feeds off of him. Um, and, and then, you know, obviously his skill set is just imp- incredibly impressive. I mean, obviously he's, he's, you know, a big guy, a really physically imposing guy. You know, he can make all the throws. He can get out and move a little bit. I, I, you know, just just thrilled that he's our quarterback this year, and thrilled that he's had, you know, for the first time in his four-year career, had an entire offseason as the guy, and is now I think going to, you know, he's just going to make even more strides from last year. But just an incredibly talented person, and I think we're we're lucky to have him here. At I'm actually really glad you brought up also switching back to to Keenan Garber Curry because as you know, like Keenan's a guy that we also, as part of our pregame show in partnership with Riverbank Brewery are hoping to get on as well at some point this year because his story fascinates me. I mean, I I think I remember sitting there at the Big 12 Championship with some folks around us. John Kurtz was sitting next to me, part of 3MA as well. And and we we had to do a double take trying to figure out who was out there on the field at corner in the Big 12 Championship. We all realized it was Garber. So then I started to really key in on him and watch him because I'm like, man, this is a dude that hasn't played corner and he's out there against Quentin Johnston at one point, uh, a first-round pick. Uh, the, the, in the 2023 NFL draft and he was holding his own man I mean he, he looked great and I think about him like you said he was a guy that was highly sought after at the receiver position good Kansas kid coming in out of Lawrence and most guys would have quit by then I think a lot of people had kind of forgotten about Keenan Garver and not only does he stick around but he's willing to try a different position that far into his career and not only do, do that but thrive and now we're talking about Keenan Garber as a potential starter this year at the cornerback position it is it is nuts it also shows the ability of this coaching staff to adapt 
and the trust that the player has in the coaching staff and just that trust factor all around to listen to the coaches and try something new and find the right spot for a guy where it's going to work out. So I love that you bring that up. Um, on the topic of Will, real quick, before we throw to a, a final break, you also you mentioned about some of the things about Will Howard. We had Stan Weber on, longtime K-State uh, color analyst on the K-State Sports Network, and he said he believes Will Howard is the smartest quarterback in college football. I mean, we all know he's an incredibly smart dude, high IQ. How valuable is that at the quarterback position as you think about that and you're in the huddle with a guy that can really read defenses pre-snap and get you in the right play? It's it's vital. It's vital. And I think a lot, you know, obviously he's had the physical traits since he came in as a, as a freshman, but that that mental that mental maturity um, is, is what really makes a quarterback special. And so, I mean, having a quarterback who understands everything and, and is prepared for whatever the defense is going to throw at them and can get the offense in, in, in and out of the right calls or out of wrong calls and into the right calls is is that that help takes a team that takes a team from good to great. Um, you know, and, and it is truly like having an additional coach on the field because, I mean, you know, when those 22 guys are out there, the coaches are, are you know, they're, they're 30 yards away. There's not a ton they can do once the team breaks the huddle. And so to have a guy who can come up to the line of scrimmage, who can assess what the defense is presenting and then get us into the right call is is huge. And I think, you know, that's going to help. That's going to win us ball games this year. So really excited, yeah, really excited for him and 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 what he's going to bring to the table from that from that mental perspective. All right, we're going to throw to uh, one final break, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more K State football as we get ready for the season opener this Saturday against Southeast Missouri State. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back with K-State, former K-State wide receiver Curry Sexton and part of Wildcat NIL. Curry, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Colin Klein a guy that you played with for multiple years in Manhattan, part of the defending Big 12 champs in 2012. Uh, you think back to Colin Klein and that huddle with you and what you watched him do. Did, did you always think this is a guy that has a future in the coaching industry, somebody that could be a star in this business? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think he grew up around it. You know, his dad, his dad was a college football coach, and I think he even coached with Urban Meyer at some point. Um, and so... 
you know, he was a guy who he, he always, I mean, he was always ahead above everybody um, as it relates to his, his football intelligence. And so not surprised in the slightest that he's having the success that he's having at this level. And, and not only is he incredibly intelligent, but he's a tireless worker, which is, as we've seen with so many people over the years, including Coach Schneider, that's a, that's a lethal combination. And when you pair a guy with that level of, of football IQ and, and you know, being that, that, you know, tireless of a worker, that's going to lead to a lot of success. And so, yeah, I think, you know, he's, he's just, you know, he, I don't think he surprises anybody when he has the success that he does. I think, you know, you, you hear, you heard coach, coach Kleiman recently talk about how important it is to have guys like Will Howard, Hayden Gillum, Cooper Beebe, Daniel Green. He said, you know, with, he said, I think we could run a, we could run a practice without any coaches because we have those guys on the field. And, and Colin Klein was that same way. When we did player-led practices in the offseason, he made sure everything was run just like the coaches would want it to. You know, the the, the intervals were the same. The, the transitions were all the same. You know, the execution, the efficiency was all the exact same. And and it sounds like that's what we have this year with Will and others. And, and so I think, yeah, Colin Klein is just an incredibly intelligent person, incredibly intelligent as it relates to football. And I think, you know, there's there's no real surprise in the fact that he's had the success that he's had um, and that he's a hot name in college football. Yeah. And obviously thrilled to have Colin Klein back. We all know about the Notre Dame rumors that circulated this offseason and, and very fortunate that K-State has Colin back because I think this K-State offense is going to be just terrific in year two with Klein. And, and on the topic of the offense, you also, you're losing Malik Knowles, you lose Deuce Vaughn. Um, sticking to the the receiving game, you've got R.J. Garcia. There's been a lot of buzz around him as he enters his sophomore year. Keegan Johnson, transfer from Iowa, ton of buzz, ton of hype there. A lot of reason to be excitement, excited about Keegan. Uh, cannot wait to see him against Semo this Saturday. And then also you've got the reliable guy and year six guy and Philip Brooks returning at the position. How, how do you feel about that receiving core? I'm excited. I'm excited. I think. I think Keegan Johnson has a potential to be the first true number one receiver that we've had probably since Tyler. Um, and, and, and I guess maybe Byron Pringle after that. And so I incredibly excited about sort of the, the kind of the diversity within our offense, you know, for the last couple of years, our offense has in large part been Deuce Vaughn and, and obviously Deuce Vaughn was an incredible player for us, but we focused, you know, a lot of our game plan around, around Deuce Vaughn. Um, and I think this year we're going to have, you know, an opportunity to have a well-rounded offense. You know, you, you mentioned Will Howard and, and what he brings to the table. You know, you're going to have two running backs who have who have already performed at an incredibly high level. And, and again, strong buzz in relation to those two. Um, and I think we've seen that both of those guys can do it all. A um, little bit of a thunder lightning component there, but we've seen that they both have the ability to make people miss, to get downhill and to catch the ball out of the backfield. And then you mentioned some of those receivers that we have. I mean, Philip Brooks has made a ton of huge plays in a K-State uniform. Keegan Johnson, again, you know, high praise from everybody so far this offseason. And then RJ Garcia, I think we're looking for him to take the next step. And then I think sort of the X factor of our entire offense has been Senate. Um, obviously, he is he is probably unlike any tight end that we've seen at K-State, uh, you know, maybe dating back to a Jaron Mastrude. Um, somebody who's incredibly dynamic, you know, he can play the each back position he can play in line tight in and block guys. And obviously he could split out and, 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 you know, run routes and catch, you know, and, and make plays. And so I think the, you know, that all of, all of those possibilities with those guys that I just mentioned, coupled with the incredible offensive line that we have returning, um, and the strength of that unit, 
makes me really excited that this offense could be, you know, could be very, very balanced and very well rounded. I'm glad you hit on Senate. Uh, and you played with some solid tight ends and Travis Tannehill. And then also a guy that I think is a little bit underrated, Zach Trujillo. I remember his 2014 season as well. And what a pass catching tight end and versatile weapon like a Ben Senate can be. And he's probably the most explosive one uh, that they've had. We mentioned it before 14 and a half yards per catch last year, which I believe ranked fourth in the country. And so I cannot wait to see what, what Senate does. And I always remember Curry, D.Y., Derek Young, who does the show with us on 3 Ma as well, had said when Ben Senate came in as a freshman, the coaching staff thought he was an NFL player. Uh, as a walk-on coming in when they got him, and they projected that and look at where he's at now. Uh, he's a guy that is going to play on Sundays if he stays healthy, which just shows how good this coaching staff is. Hey, real quick on the the defensive side of the football, Curry. Uh, I know we talked a lot about offense, but how do you feel about the defense looking ahead to this season? We know that they don't have any career returning starts at cornerback, but they played some guys have played there. Jacob Parrish, I thought, really thrived last year as a true freshman and was impressive. Will Lee is a JUCO transfer that has the size and physicality of a Julius Brents um, and a lot of talent there to work with. Obviously, we mentioned Garber. You've got you got some very talented safeties. And then you're replacing an Eli Huggins at nose tackle, Felix at DN, et cetera. A lot of guys you got to replace, but how do you feel about this defense looking ahead to the 23 season? Uh, I'm excited about him. I think having having the middle of that defense intact is huge. I mean, Will or Daniel Green and 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 Austin Moore as being sort of the quarterbacks of the defense and having them back in addition to Jake Clifton and some others, I think is is huge. Um Daniel Green has has, has made a ton of plays in the Big 12 over the course of the last four or five years, and so having him back in the middle of that defense is gonna is going to be um, is gonna be massive. And then I think you know we bring back a lot of production on the front. We you know you bring back you know Nate Matlack and Khalid Duke and Brendan Mott who have all been very successful at the Big 12 level, and then you throw in Anuso Simalo who's who's received again you know in, maybe next to to, to Keegan Johnson or, or Jacob Parrish received as much praise as anybody this offseason. Um, and so really excited about what Uso can do up front in the middle as a guy who's going to be, you know, obviously um, a big presence, but also very athletic and very skilled. And then I think in the back end, you have three really strong people in that in those three safety spots with Kobe Savage and BJ Payne and, and Marcus uh, Mar- Marquis Sigel. And so I think, you know, again, having the middle of the defense strong is, is always huge for a defense. And then I think we have athletes at corner. Um, Jacob Parrish, incredibly fast, incredibly talented. Same with Keenan Garber, um, and and then obviously you know have received have heard a lot of praise for for Will Lee, and so I think you know maybe there isn't the depth there that we need in the secondary and at other places along the defense, um, but I think we have a strong starting group out there and some key reserves, and as this coaching staff has 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 shown us over the last several years, they you know that next man up mentality really rings true with this staff. You know we've you know last year you have you have guys. You know, like Sincere Mason and and Drake Cheatham go down, and then here comes this true freshman named BJ Payne who steps in and plays a huge role down the stretch. And so I think you know, right now I think we look at him and say, okay, we look good on paper, some uncertainties, not a lot of depth, but I think this coaching staff has has shown that we should you know that we that we should have some faith in them and that this defense is going to you know really be a strong defense in our conference. As we uh, as we wrap up here, Curry, just one final question. Um, you know, at Southeast Missouri State, 6 p.m. Saturday. What what are you maybe most looking forward to watching on Saturday? Is there something particular you want to see 
to maybe make you feel better about this season. I'm sure you already feel pretty darn good about this season, but is there a position group you're going to really have your eyes glued to or something in particular that you want to see on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, this this might be a boring answer, but I, I'm uh, I'm excited or, or anxious to see our, our special teams units. I mean, I think we've, you know, offense and defense, I think things look pretty good on paper. Um, we lost the, sort of the jack-of-all-trades in Ty Zinner last year. And and as we saw um, in the early part of last year, you know, Chris Tennant had some struggles kicking field goals at extra points. And so, and, and that's something that K-State has been very, very strong in for a long time. I mean, probably a decade or more dating back to Anthony Cantelli back starting in 2010 or 2011. We've had really good kickers over that period of time. And so um, really anxious about that. And then, you know, turnover at punter as well. You know, Jack Bloomer has been around the program for a long time. And I think, you know, by all accounts is a, is a good punter, but, but he's replacing a guy who's currently in the NFL. And so I think, you know, those two guys are going to be two guys that I'm going to have my eye on. And then the return game. Um, obviously, you have Phil Brooks coming back, returning punts, but I think there's been a lot of uncertainty as to who's going to return kicks. And just like our kicking position, our kick returners have, have excelled for a really, really long time. And so the hope would be that you can throw anybody back there and that they'll make it happen. Um, but I think you know our, our special teams unit has always been a, a game changer for us. And, and I'm, I guess I'm hoping and, and anxiously hoping that that will be the case again this year. No, I'm, I'm actually thrilled that you brought up that answer, Curry. I don't think it's boring at all. In fact, I think it's something that we probably have been guilty about not talking about enough on this pod. It's easy to get attached to talking about the offense and the defense, but we know how important special teams have been to Kansas State football and also just last year in itself when you know, some of the impactful plays that helped win the games. I mean, think back to the Big 12 championship against TCU and the the punt by Ty Zettner that pins TCU inside the 10 late in the game so they don't try and go down the field to to try and get a score. And obviously the game-winning kick from Ty Zettner. I mean, we could cite numerous times with how valuable Zettner was last year to this team. Malik Knowles was one of the better kick returners that K-State has had. I know people think, oh, they can just throw anybody back there and they'll get it done. But it, it's a lot harder. You got to have the right patience, right, to see the holes open up. And, and Malik Knowles was always good about catching the ball and kind of you know, slow playing it and reading and letting the block set and then and then bursting through. So I can't I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I gotta be honest, like it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You want to score touchdowns every time, but in this opening game, it wouldn't be the worst thing to to get an opportunity to maybe see Chris Tennant kick a forty five yard field goal or get a couple in there to, to get his confidence up heading into the season and get him on the right track as he head into some of the tougher games into the season. So I, I think that's great. A great answer, Curry, uh, and I cannot wait to actually have football and actual games to talk about with you moving forward instead of just now projecting ahead uh, when we record next Monday and release the show next Tuesday. We're going to have an actual game that we'll be assessing and recapping and talking about what we saw. Uh, so cannot wait to do that. We'll be bringing you uh, our pregame show this week as well that we mentioned earlier that's going to have a lot of great content in it that will drop on Thursday. So we appreciate all of you. If you enjoy this show, please tell your friends. Uh, tell them to tune into Three Ma. We also have a uh, for bonus content in addition to all of the planned content at KCSN that we have. We have our Patreon channel at uh, Patreon.com/slash/Three for just five dollars a month. You can get some bonus content over there from Dy, myself, and John Kurt. So please check that out as well. Um, but we're going to be bringing you more content than ever before on 3 Ma on KCSN and can't wait to do it. We're so appreciative of you, Curry, 
for jumping on with us. Again, folks, go to catsnil.com. Check out the new launch of the membership program that's been released this week. Get in there, support K-State athletes. We'll continue to talk about NIL a little bit on this show. That's going to be part of it, but we're going to talk plenty of K-State football. So appreciate Curry Sexton for, for jumping on with us and for doing this this season as we bring you more content than ever before. Thanks, Curry. Thanks, Cole. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.